Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Uh, hey, Jen, are we podcasting? I think we are. Are I, we? I think we're podcasting. Um, I think we're all doing... Okay. Yeah. You know, Tony designed some shirts that say, are we podcasting? He's, I know that's going to be, so, I think gonna, that's really he's cool. He's going to have them up. We're working on it this week. We're so. going to get March, you guys. It's only taken us seven years. Yeah. And we're going to do something that well, we should have done. Well, we've, we've done it a couple times yeah. and it sucks. We've had it a couple times and it's really, it's hard. Are there bugs flying around yeah. in here? Because that's all I need. It's I, my, my hair. My dog had to leave for surgery this <gasps> morning. Yeah. The hip surgery. Oh, no. hip surgery. The baby, the big, huge baby. She's my 80-pound, eight-month-old lab. I call her a tater tot. She looks a like a big old potato. She's yeah. so big. And actually, the surgeon was like, um, she's eating a lot. You yeah. guys got to like feed her a little <laughs> you bit guys less. But just leave it. She did so squishy. You guys are cute. I wish somebody <laughs> looked at me like that when I gained weight. They're like, she looks so cute. She looks squishy. It was such chaos in my house. We dropped the kids off at school. Like... We are getting Pearl ready for her um, heel surgery. She has like a bone chip. It's yeah. like a dumb genetic calcification that chipped off. So she's been limping on it. So we have to get it fixed. God, please, pumpkin insurance, come through. Yes. yes I'm calling you out specifically. Yeah. I will give you free shout out. I if can't you say cover this pet shit. insurance faster. When oh. somebody gets a dog, like I'm literally like, you need to get pet insurance. Here's the one we use. Call the number right now. I'm going to watch you. Call yes, the you number have right to do now. it, you guys. And they're like, we don't really. No, 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 no. no. Do it. Do it right now. It's like 25 bucks a month. You will thank me. And I did that with Chrissy. And the next day, her dog oh swallowed a sock and had to have major surgery. Thousands and thousands, thousands of, of dollars yeah. saved. So get your damn pet insurance. Oh, God, am I turning into my mom? Yeah. Well, yeah, insurance. maybe a little bit. But so That's she's right. she's, she's eating, chewing on bones this morning because she can't eat, you know, before surgery. Yeah. So uh, she barfed all over the place. Because no. she she chewed them off, you know, like broke yeah. off parts of them. I'm like, I did this to myself. Yeah. Like it's fucking chaos in my yeah. house, and I chose all of We're, this. We have chaos in our house too. Just just a brief run of the run of story. Um, yesterday, Eleanor had her tenth birthday party, and I would just like to say, and we'll talk about this at another time. I already took her to Disneyland with my yeah. parents, and we spent the day there with the whole family, yes. like she asked. And she got her damn bath caddy and her queen T-shirt, and I felt like I, I had done all the things. But it is her 10th party, and she was like, Mommy, I just – I want to have my friends. And yeah. I go, well, then you got to take it down a notch, sister, because she wanted to have a survivor party. And yeah. I love my daughter. She is literally one of the sweetest kids, and she – rarely ever really digs her heels in. Yeah. And I go, Eleanor, we, we, we're not going to go to the beach to do a party because we don't live right next to the beach. That's a lot of planning and Pinteresting involved in there. I, I literally was like, please. And she goes, if it's not at that beach, I don't want to have it at all. And I'm like, guess what? We're not going to do then. And I'm not going to feel bad about it. And I'm going to record this situation. And she finally, I go, I talk to her and I go, here's your option. We can have 10 people over 
to our house. We're going to have cake that comes from the grocery store and we're going to have popcorn and you're going to swim and you're going to hang out and you're going to make memories. And if that's not good enough for you, we're not doing it at all. And she goes, can everybody come dressed as their favorite character in a movie? And I go, done. She goes, done. It was lovely. Kristen keeps apologizing about it. Yeah, but it was. It wasn't my best thing. And this is what I've learned. I was also grumpy, evidently. My husband said I was grumpy. Oh, yeah. Britt said you texted him, and we were both like, I don't know what she's talking about. I'm being gaslit. Maybe because I have said this, and I said last night when he sent the text, I'm like, I just feel like Kristen's been very zen lately. Like, yeah, very like. That's what I said to my husband. Jen says I've been zen, and I spend more time with her than just anybody. A little bit like I'm gonna let that shit go on stuff, I, you know? Because we've been so, so busy, so fucking stressed. You know, Sorry, I'm swearing a lot. No, it's like okay, but you know what, Jen? I I really think I'll say this for myself. Sometimes I'm quick to say, hey, just give yourself a break, but then I won't actually give myself a break. Yeah. I don't I don't practice what I preach all the time. And literally at that party, I told myself, Kristen, you're you the plates that you have from a party two years ago are fine. The five dollar cupcakes are fine. Pizza Hut pizza is fine. Perfect. Kick on that heater of the pool. If it ain't super warm, it's fine. Like let like Instead of thinking of ways to entertain, bring out finger weaving and and the game Twister and let the kids just be with each other. They had such a good time. They really did. And I have to give Delilah props too because our girls, this keeps happening, our girls are very tight. And when each of them have a party, the other one gets super bummed that they are not like the center of it, not the center of attention, but like in their- They don't know how to- To to share each other. Yes. So Eleanor at Delilah's party- was like off in a corner. It looked like she was writing a letter to management. Like, dear diary, this I, know. I do not like that Delilah is spending all of her time with her other friends. I have had to explain this to both of my kids. So I want to say another thing about a 10-year-old's birthday party. I told Dash, I was like, for his 10th, I go, this is kind of it, it for these same big with us parties. Too. Events, next yeah. time it's like two, or two, two kids and we go to a baseball game or we go to something like you an event. Totally, an event. And that's all they want is to like, but when they're little, you have to plan all these activities to keep like this herd of children like focused and give them stuff to do. But I sort of feel like age nine, age 10, figured out. Like you guys, out. you guys can play. Yeah. It's, all they want to do is talk online and stuff anyway. So you get to do it in person with snacks. Yeah, That's what I think. Too. Yeah. And I was like, and by the way, all you have to do is just go back into your own childhood and think about what effort your parents made at a birthday party. I can't remember. I don't I remember either. my mom did have a killer party for me when I was in kindergarten where we played pin the tail on the donkey. And I thought that was basically like laser tag. Oh my God. I remember Maddie and I, our birthdays are five days apart. So we shared our 13th birthday party together. Fun. And I remember my mom was like, I will give $32 <laughs> for my half of the You're pizza like, and some two liters. Yeah. And and her parents, say, they were like, they can, they can be at our That's $60 budget. I think you and I can throw a party for that. That's I know. a lot of money. <laughs> I know. It was huge. We were like, wow, we're special. So I I forgot the other thing. What were we talking about? Well, the about? point is that what I was going to say oh, is like- the girls, yeah. That the girls, they always, they really do. It's it's all from love, but they don't like when the other one isn't paying full attention to the other one. And that's fair. They have been together like siblings. Yeah. So, but each of us, each of the girls do it. And then I was so proud of Delilah because I saw her get upset. I knew she was like frustrated with the situation. And you did the smartest thing. You like looked at her and you go, Delilah, we talked about this. 
you've got to figure this out. And then Jen went out front to check on Dashiell and sort of like let her just be. And I watched Delilah sort of shake it off and slowly tip back into the party and then cut to she's doing races with the girls yeah. in the pool next to Eleanor and everybody was having fun. So it's hard to come back from that. I can speak personally having a fit at a party. I, w- I don't know that I come back from it. Well, I, that's what I was going to say It's that I keep telling both of the kids, like, you, you're at the age where you're figuring out that it isn't always about you. Correct. It feels like hard it is. Hard to hear. Yeah. Sometimes hard to hear. Sometimes so. you're going to be at a party and you're just going to be at that party. Yep. And it's not going to be like, all the attention's on you right. and you're going to get all this, like, focus. You're just there to work for the person whose bar- like whose yeah. birthday it is. Yeah. Like just be there for them yep. and go get them pizza yep. and just show that you're their friend. Yeah. And we always I always put my kids to work on cleanup, usually because they got in trouble, but that was a different party. They're and really a good kid. at it. They're right. There's <laughs> if there is one thing that you're gonna say about the Sweeney's, especially so my good son, at cleanup, you guys. is that he probably will you can count on him doing something ornery during the party, but then that will result result in him picking up 18 bags of trash. <laughs> He's preparing himself to do like community service. I just know. I'm like, he's going to be like, judge, I've got this. I've been picking up trash on the side of the road since I was four years old. He's like, wait, is my mom a judge? This is what I've been doing. (laughs) Yeah, in my nighttime, I went back to law school, became a judge just so I could give you a damn community service. Oh, my God. No, it was lovely. It was perfect. So It was really chill and fun, and it was a good good exercise in me going, yeah, I'm just – I'm not going to care. And you know who didn't care? Anybody else. They had a blast. Those they had kids a blast. Had such a blast. And I sort of think they like the um, that like distance where you aren't hovering, you aren't like going, right. do that. Because they're so like cringy and embarrassed of you anyways. Right. Like just your existence is so upsetting. So just upsetting. be on the outside. Yeah. So it's like, mom, you bring the pizza in from the porch yeah. and put it where we can get and it. Then and then go then away. be invisible. Be invisible. Yeah. Um, I will say... <laughs> My husband, so we dressed up as our oh favorite. My God, it was so funny. We dressed up as our our favorite characters from uh, TV and film, and Eleanor went as Ace Ventura. And Perfect. by the way, the costumes lasted eight minutes before they were in the pool, but for a minute, yeah. everybody looked it was amazing. Incredible. Uh, Eleanor's costume was incredible. I cut a bun maker in half so that I could get that flip in the front, and it lasted in the pool, which like blew my mind. But I will say, my husband dressed like a douchebag director. That was his. Thing. So he wore like a beanie that was like off the back of his head and like see through like like transition transition aviators and then yeah, like a purple. necklace and a scarf and it was so gross but it didn't look enough like he was being a character that I think like new dad that came to the party was like that's just how you dress like a dick hipster and yeah. I couldn't get to people fast enough to go I would never be allowed I would never be seen in public with this person I literally can't stand it but I also was highly attracted <laughs> I honestly I told him a couple times I, I was like shocked I was like who's who's that cool cool hipster guy and he had that these great shoes that he never takes out I don't know why he's never worn those I before. talked to him about those I go, shoes Colin, I go when did you buy those <laughs> But I go, well, why don't you wear more? They look great with a pair of tapered leg pants. I, I know, but I just don't want them to do the rest of the outfit. Yeah. No, I said no scarf, no necklace. But I don't hate, I didn't hate Please the don't aviators. Say it and don't, don't say it. Don't say the beanie. Don't I say it. I didn't mind the beanie. I've My got, husband wears one. I, I don't mind it. But you know, I like, 
a you, weird. I like you were like a weird. There's never poet enough looking. accessories. Yeah, in, you like in a my poet. book. Yeah. So. Well, needless to say, the party went off, and it was really fun to have Jen there because we just kind of sat there. I was like, if anybody wants anything, you can just look yeah. around. And this gr- this girl did oh keep coming God. up. And she, there's always one at a party. I think I mentioned what is this with dashes where they're like, "Hey, uh, can I have something very specific?" And also, she was seven, and I've. I literally like felt like she was running me like when I worked at Applebee's. She said, can I get a side of ranch? Can I play with can the I dogs? Can I get a play with yeah. – she's like, can you go get the dogs? Can you pl- bring out different toys? I don't like the toys that are here. Can I have a different thing than water or juice box or lemonade? Do you have anything other than pizza? Can you help me get my pizza? Can you take the pepperoni off the pizza? I'm like, sister, unless you got a hundred bucks in your pocket and you're going to leave it on this table, don't talk yeah. to me anymore. No, I'm I out. Know. So basically I just started chirping from my chair because she would come up and I'd go, nope. Nope, I don't. And, and her, her dad was like, he edged my son out of the basketball I game. We had, we had new new dad, new dad, not great first impression dad. <laughs> I, I'm hoping he's not listening to this podcast. I but I, if I'm gonna just say like new dad, I was like, um, uh, smile I, a bit yeah. more, sir. Laugh at us, uh, the adults that are in the room. We're all trying to uh, graciously I open go, our arms to you, go, and you're being a yeah. weirdo. Dash, I go, why? How come you're not in there? Like, he's like, it's odd, odd number. So I'm yeah. like, well, they're they subbing in. He goes, yeah, but that dad's, dad's in there. He's in. really good. And so, like, of course they don't want you. You got a dad on your team. How are you going to? I saw him. He, oh, can we talk about my husband? Hitting. <laughs> so my husband, he does this thing. And it so happened to work one time in the neighborhood. These two women were walking by, and my husband and my son were playing basketball. And my husband got the basketball, and he goes, hey, Kristen, this is for you. And then he winks, and it's really gross, but it is kind of hot. And then he sunk he sunk a three-pointer, and it was like – and then those ladies were like, oh, you know. But that has not happened since, and he's taken a lot of shots. And so he goes – And normally Colin's not wearing the hipster outfit. He's right. wearing like – too short of polyester coaching shorts and like a very tight Under Armour collared, which, hey, no criticism. I'm just saying. I've got criticism. I'm just saying. (laughs) I've got criticism. Does he wear the high socks too? He he dresses like the baseball players when he coaches. So then he goes out and plays. And the neighborhood loves it. Yeah. So anyway, he's out shooting threes with the kids at the birthday party. And he's like, Kristen, this one's for you. And he launches it. He couldn't have airballed it more. And then he hit... This precious little little five-year-old who's innocently standing by watching basketball, and she gets just jacked. Like, luckily puts her little arm up, but basically Wilson was imprinted across her arm. I go. It was such a a profound move that Kristen got in a fight with her husband, and then at at my house, I got in a fight with my husband about it, too, because he was there. Yeah. Which he's like, I didn't do anything, but he goes, hey, did you see that that little girl get hit with uh, the basketball? And I go, yeah. And because Dash was there, he asked about it. He's like, let's send that to America's Funniest Videos because Kristen (laughs) was filming it. And I go, absolutely not. I go, she got In all fairness, I didn't get her her in the frame. Otherwise, I would probably be making a call to the mom who who is from Jamaica and is the most laid back cool. And she'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I know. She didn't. She just. CN like is a, also the coolest chick. She just got a little sting on her hand. She was like really badass. She was ice about cold. It. I know. She I think she like, walked back and she goes, 
it hurt when the ball hit me. I go, girl, I don't know how you're not crying. And she goes, I kind of want to. I go, if you can, try not to because you'll scare all those boys out there. She's like, okay. Yeah. Then she was ice cold. Britt was like, she didn't get hurt. It's okay. She did too. Her little arm was red. Colin and his dumb air ball and his dumb- She did and we're not going to laugh about it because I didn't want Dash to laugh about it. I think everybody was worried, but it was the fact that she was wearing like- sunglasses and a top knot and she just like put her hand up so fast and then turned around and like ice cold walked away didn't cry no she was just like it hurt god bless her (laughs) you know a lot went on in the party i just like to say we can end this story with my husband being dressed like this douchebag director shaking a lemon tree so dasho could take (laughs) we can lemons and like when my 240 pound husband shakes our lemon tree Lemons come down and they all hit the table with all of the pizzas and all of the drinks and all, and Dashel was in heaven. But it was such I was like, good God, who are we? We can post that video on it's the fantastic. Uh, Instagram. <laughs> if there's Instagram one thing that my husband does is commits to a physical choice. It's like if there's a, a you're at a party, you want Colin there because <laughs> it's like, hey, who's got a terrible idea and, and who will who, execute yeah we need the terrible idea brit and yep. then we need the yes man yep colin okay and soon and now we're growing <laughs> my son to be the yes man and i'm like it's only going to be you that goes down buddy i just want you to know that you're the yes guy we know it that's not going to end well for you hence why you are always on trash duty oh, just want you to know and then that will be community service and i will be the judge okay yeah. so let's talk about what we're really going to yes. talk about today spoiler 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 we are going to talk about so Love is spoilers. Blind. Yeah. If you have not seen the finale or the show, season four of Love is Blind, don't we're, listen anymore because we're going to dig in and we feel oh, no. that we've given enough time. It's It will have been this, this comes out Tuesday. Yeah. So this, we're really oh. fresh. Yeah. Okay. But stop listening. Or you know what? Who cares? Or who cares? We're going to give you the best of the best. But yeah. Because there is a lot of B-roll in that show. If you haven't seen it and you have no intention of seeing it, seeing it this will be fun anyway because we're going to yeah. give you the abridged version. Yeah. But basically, it is an experiment, an experiment in love where people go, singles go live in these pods. And in the beginning, you talk through a wall. So like many people are dating many people at the same time. Yeah. So they don't see each you other. You don't see each other. So the whole idea is if you have these like really strong conversations and you really connect with someone through the wall – the next step is the dude asks you to marry him. Mm-hmm. And then you get to see each other in person. Yeah. From there, then you go on a really awesome vacation where I think they're just like bang Bang, around, fest, bang yeah. fest 2000. And then um, after that, you live with them. And all of this is gearing up to go to the final stage, which is the actual wedding where on the stage, as you I do it, um, you will – Say whether Decide, yeah. you want to be married to this person for real and like legit sign a marriage certificate, yeah. like the whole the whole bit. So, you know, it's I would say it's a it's the budget isn't great. There's a lot oh of God. reuse of Especially space. Especially last night I was Oof. like, there are a lot of God. like real uh cheapy moves on production yeah. side. But you know what? Like they Those get a suits? diamond the suits, I know. Are anyway. I know. Okay. 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 Yeah, there's so much to there's say. There's so you guys. much to say. Ooh. But we're gonna kind of get to the to the to the how do you want to do it? Each couple, or what do you think is most interesting? Because for me, it's how 
there is some sort of person represented in the single world. Let's go chronologically because okay. we would, as we were watching it, because like Netflix like releases it kind of in bits, yeah. which by the way, here's the thing I was going to tell you about. So they were supposed to do Friday night when they released the final episode. To- which is a live episode, right? Oh. No, after that, they were going to do a live like follow-up. Yeah, like, like a final see- rose ceremony yeah. for the- Bachelor, where you, you get to see them live. Yeah, you would see like. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, you would see like uh, who got married, and then the follow up, like how it had been since then. But it was going to be Netflix's first live event. It didn't happen. Why? There was some tech issue. There was some problem with it. They did record it live, but my husband read about it on the news today. He was like, "Somebody's going to get fired." You know what I like to hear about that? Good. Somebody else has tech issues. Yeah, don't you know what I mean? Fire anybody. Some level Netflix having a tech issue makes me feel a lot better about myself. Because guess what? I didn't have time to watch it anyway, which was (laughs) right. (laughs) Right. I did. I did notice it. I was like, "Why is that not playing?" But I also binged the shit out of this because I just needed some really dumb TV to watch. But then I found myself really connected and going very far back into my own like singlehood and like who each person sort of represents. And if you've ever been that person at any time in your life, because I think you can swing from being one type of character to another type of character, depending on the relationship, depending on your age, depending at where you're at in your life. And it's just so, it's so intense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. How do we want to? Well, so from the beginning of it, so the way that it works is like you have girls that all live together, the guys all live together. And then the pods are these like rooms that are connected, although you can't see the other person. Right. And so they have like quote unquote dates together. Right. And they'll meet get to know each other. If it goes well, they'll set up another time to like meet and they get to like have drinks. They can order food for the other one. They like, it was somebody's birthday. That was bliss. Making Zach some cupcakes. So the interesting thing to see, there's a super villain. There's two super villains, (gasps) I think on the show, but one of them was this girl named Irina. Oh Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you would do if you had an extra hour in your day? What would you do, Kristen? (laughs) Oh, the list is long. I just got very excited about all of that. I suppose I would want to do something that would make me feel better. Like, honestly, like that would be something. I would want to do something that makes me feel happy, feel good, feel joy, whatever that is. That is so smart. That's you. The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. I'm telling you just yesterday, I had a long text chain with a very good friend of ours. And I was like, go to BetterHelp. I'm going to send you the link and make it easy as possible for you because everybody can benefit from a little bit of therapy, especially if you're going through something. And if you're someone like me, 
that I like to be private. I like to be private about it. I like it to be easy. I like it to be convenient. And BetterHelp is all of those things. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient. It's designed to be flexible and it's suited to your schedule. And here's what's nice. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time with no extra charge. So it really is just about you finding that person that you really like, you feel good with that you can talk to. And it is an act of self-care in my opinion. Yeah. And with it being online, you, you kind of don't have an excuse. We can all right. make that kind of time. We're going to be sitting at the computer a lot of our day anyways. So yep. take some of that time to like do something that will help you. Moms, we put so much of ourselves out there and we give so much of ourselves that we forget that we're allowed to set boundaries and yep. maybe talk to somebody that can help you set some of those healthy boundaries. All That's of right. us can benefit from that. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash hard. Bowl and Branch sheets are the softest sheets you have ever felt. And here's the good news. They get softer over time. In a recent customer survey, 96% said that Bull & Branch sheets get softer with every wash. These sheets are made from the rarest 100% organic cotton. They're buttery, they're breathable, and they just get softer and softer. And you know what? You can feel the difference with their 30-night worry-free guarantee. I have to tell you, these sheets are such luxury. Not only do they come in the most awesome box that we talk about all the time, because if you want to give an awesome gift, this is the one. But these sheets, they feel incredible. And from night one, they felt wonderful. And now that I've washed them several times, they feel even softer. And I have to tell you, this was a real gift to myself because now when I get into bed at night, I'm like setting myself up for success. It feels luxurious and it feels like it helps me get that night of rest that makes me feel like I'm a better mom the next day. And there's over 11,000 reviews, which makes me feel good. Not to mention that 30-night worry-free guarantee. So you can wash, you can style, you can sleep in those sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them back. Sleep better at night with the softest sheets from Bowling Branch. Get 15% off your first order when you use promo code HARD at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code HARD. Exclusions apply. See site for details. We go right to her. Should we go right to her? Okay. There, there are going to be a lot of characters that we start, that we talk about in this, but the person that Arena was talking to a lot was a person named Zach. Yeah. It's a dude named Zach. He's a lawyer. And Zach was, I feel like from the start, very he's very linear. He's very analytical. Mm-hmm. And he was in it to win it. He yeah. wants to get married. He wants to find a wife to the point where I felt like sometimes I was like, are you feeling anything? Or are you making just a decision here? Yeah. But he he was really stuck between bliss and he was really stuck between arena. And based on his conversations in the pods with arena, he chose arena. Here's where we break down like the psychology yes. of all of this. Cause that's what I think is like super interesting about it is. So they are so honest and disclosing. And maybe that's what's great about like putting the physical attraction aside where you can just like get to know somebody and, yeah. and trust them. Zach talked about how his mom had been um, an exotic dancer. Yeah, he uses the word stripper. Yeah. Straight up. She um, 
did, was a mom who did her best. He never really knew his dad had didn't have any kind of or stability in stability. his stability. And but his let's just say this: his mom raised a good boy, I think. Yeah, and he went to law school. He went to law school, you guys, and he just wants for himself the life that he didn't have. Yeah. Like, and and to have a family and to like have that like stable unit and stuff like that. And he was really honest about it. So then you have Bliss, who's from this like stable, well, although I didn't like her dad by the end of well, it. Well, they're but, divorced. Yeah. But yeah. She did have like She's this, a very loving family. Yeah. Lots of sisters, wonderful, warmy mom. So, and then you that have that you don't meet till later, by the way. You don't meet any yeah, of the family. Till later, yeah. But you, Irene was such a manipulator. And you see how he's like. I want to save that like damsel in distress kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's interesting. You get manipulated. Well, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> I have so many things to say. Okay. As we talk about these people, by the way, we are talking about the character versions that are created that they edit together for us to see. So when we talk about Arena, it is a character. I don't care if it's on reality television. They're going to always bring her f- worst traits forward for yeah. the drama and television. So this is not personal to her. This is the character that she plays in this series. Here's what I would say about that. It was it doesn't take a psychologist to figure it out. Arena has terrible acne scars. Mm-hmm. And she um in those pods, if you go back and watch these these conversations, she is very warm and very sweet and very present with these conversations with Zach. And then the second that he chooses her and they see each other, you can see her um recoil. And I think there's a reaction to her, her being very self-conscious about her skin. But more than that is when she really becomes the villain is when she is allowed to be seen. Like it's weird. So then when they, you know, they, so Zach and Arena end up going to Mexico and she is so mean. Let him touch her. She's like, like, she's like, also just the meanest way. Like, do you think it's so funny that I won't let you touch me or that every time you touch me, I feel like gross? Like, doesn't let him kiss her, doesn't let him hug. She told him he looked like a cartoon character. Yeah. Like, why do you stare at me so much? I think he's literally not only an analytical guy, he is a little bit like intense, but like, it's who he is. It was just such a good example of, and also we get to see her later with another character named Micah and she's just straight up a fucking mean girl. And there was something that I had like this experience going like, I don't care what has happened to you. If you're sitting with another girl whispering and looking at somebody and laughing, I don't care if you're an 80 year old couple doing it and you're targeting another 80 year old, it hurts your feelings. And it made me viscerally pissed. Yeah, Like I was like, like all of us are trying to give you the benefit of the doubt because it's definitely shown that you've had some hard times. Yeah. But fuck you Learn for- Learn from that. Look, don't be a bully because you don't root for the bully. Look, everybody has their stuff. And this is what I always think is like, once you know what your reason for your behavior or your reason for your dysfunction is, once you know what it is, it automatically becomes your excuse. Right. Like if you don't like do all the if work. If you don't grow up, yeah. it becomes your excuse. Yeah. And, it and that's, all, yeah, that's exactly right. Nobody needs to care about that. Like that's, yep. that's your problem and nobody else's. But you don't get to be an asshole to people about it. And her deal, I don't know if she was like, because she was such a good manipulator, like trying to like break his ego down or something like that. I think she just wasn't, I think she wasn't, per, she's young. I think she wasn't prepared to be in a relationship with somebody and he he didn't like spark her flame. He wasn't her type at the end of the day. And that's okay. The experiment didn't work. Like be an adult and be like, you know what? I 
I connected to you on in in the pods, but I don't connect to you in in life. And I think the best thing for us to do is just to part as adults. And I wish you the best. But she didn't. She was like so like razor sharp. But here's the thing: he's so smart that he was like, um, "This is clearly not working. I've made a mistake." And then he goes after Bliss, which he should have done. It's the very beginning, oh, like when he went after Irina. My husband and I were both like, Aww. "What?" But he, I, yeah, but that shows that he kind of, you know, when you are raised in instability and you don't have anyone to guide you or mold how you should sort of care, how do you, you know, judge someone's character? Like he's coming in, he's literally going in blind. Yeah. So he's just basing it probably on like, you know, well, my wiener feels something. Well, yeah. you know what? That. That has to be there too, but there's a lot of other things you're choosing when he you're was, looking at a lifetime partner. He went back to Bliss and he was contrite and he's like, I made a horrible mistake. And I like that about him. There was yeah. no one that was more honest in a moment than Zach. He would just say the thing that I was like, oh, you shouldn't maybe say. Like, he's like, your dad makes me uncomfortable. Like, I just love that he just said yeah, the thing the, that all of us were thinking. Well, the the thing that like gave me hope for him because some of the other girls were like, he's creepy. He's weird. He was not great and super cool around women. He just wasn't. But he's nervous. I noticed when he was talking to the other guys, he was cool and he was like able to talk. Yeah, man, he's like, nervous. Girls make men yeah, nervous. Yeah. So I knew he was going to be fine. And and Bliss ended up sort of being like a nerdy, awkward person like him. Like yeah. it was a really cute- I'm really happy she did what all of us were in the corner. I think we were all like, Folding our arms going, I don't know if he deserves this second chance. Yes. And she did it anyway. And she kind of – she handled being like jilted a little bit with such grace. She was like, I know what this looks like, but I love him and he picked the wrong person and he'll never do that again. And then she's like, and we're never, ever going to Mexico. <laughs> oh, I and I also thought like some people are going to watch this show and she's going to see how he got duped. Like how – like How terrible it was. Yeah, how how bad it was for him. And also like as, as he was deciding between Bliss and Arena, you could see her like, I don't know. I, I've never been good at doing this thing, but I remember like – especially at that age, like seeing girls be really good about doing the like, you're going to lose your chance with me. Like, how could you do this to me? Like put all this responsibility on the man to like show up them in, you know? So uh. I felt like he just got very like sucked into her. And yeah. I think like bliss is going to go like, well, I, I see, you know, yeah, nice you got play. Sharina is a very good manipulator. manipulator yeah. And Zach would be a really easy person to manipulate. Yeah. Yeah. So arena's out. Everybody's coupled off at this point. Yeah. Um, but who's the other villain? Do you want to talk other villain or do you want to talk? Oh, should we go into there's one couple I want to bring up. Okay, girl. Because there's a couple couple like Brett and Tiffany. God lovely from the beginning. Lovely from the beginning. Like from the get-go, got married. Nobody doubted they would. Like You know, there was I I'm just gonna say these things because I thought it was so lovely. Like Brett is really successful and he's smoking hot and he's My stomach's growling. Sorry. <laughs> I was gonna I thought you were grabbing your stomach. I was like, yeah, I know his abs are amazing. Oh my gosh. Um he's black and he talks about um how his life, how he worked really hard to um leave a, a family that has a lot of poverty inside yeah. of his family. And so it was he very called it generational general poverty. generational poverty. And I never 
you know, I never thought about that of what kind of responsibility that carries in someone's heart. Yeah. Like then you you would feel, he said a couple of times that like people he's dated made him feel ashamed of where he was from. And I was like, that must just, mm. if, cause right now I'm looking at him going, God, you should be so proud of He's yourself. Like the most together. Oh my God, yeah. Angel, Jesus! I mean, and and his apartment or his condo that he has is super beautiful. The snappiest dresser. I will the, tell you, we we both felt for him at the wedding. One, we both felt for him. One hour before that wedding, he was in getting his pants thinned out. Like he, he was getting. I them. still didn't feel like they went the. Uh, I was no, like, the, it's still those suits were weird. They were Whoever weird and cheap. That, yeah, yeah. Was, way to go, Love Is Blind. You had yeah. one guy that was like, he was like, I get, and I thought he handled that well. He goes. I think I get to get, look good on my wedding day. Yeah, he did. Might, might I just say, he was 35 and Tiffany was 36. And to watch two 30-somethings date. So different. It's so different. But I will say Tiffany, who is so warm and beautiful and like um, she really understands him. And Tiffany is a person of color as well. And I think the reason that that is worth saying is because they didn't know that in the pods. Yeah. And yet they connected and it was because of their experiences in their own families and their own lives that were similar that brought them together. And I just think that's like this weird woo-woo magical chess piece that was played that like they didn't even know that yeah. was a thing. They might have mentioned it later in the dates, but or the something that was edited out that you that didn't, you didn't see, but yeah. I can't remember that being like a main topic. But if that's wrong then we should probably Am I getting this all wrong? No, not at all. Not at all. So Brett's dad, who I loved, my oh. husband and I were so obsessed with his dad that we were like, can he just come be our grandpa? Because I he's, mean, he's this like large, wise, wise sage. Like he just was so sweet. And then Brett revealed that his mom, who isn't in any of the episodes, he said she's had mental illness for a long time. And 41 years, my dad has never left her side. Like That's incredible. So it was like this beautiful like love story. So he's a smoke show. Tiffany's a smoke show. They're in their 30s. I did think Tiffany, what I think is interesting when as, and I can remember as being someone in my 30s when um, I met my husband is that I knew that I had some habits that were not great. Yeah. That like I would sort of get out really fast if 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 that person wasn't sort of quote unquote perfect, I was out like or I would sort of generate a problem just because I was unsure of how I felt instead of just being like, yeah, I guess this isn't just working for me. I would sort of need to like create some sort of drama to give it a reason instead of just eventually being like, I just am not feeling this. I know. We're, that's how I got to meeting my husband in my 30s too. I remember like one of the last people before I met my husband that I had gone out on a few dates with, there were some things about him that I really did not like. Yeah. And I was like, I'm going to give him another chance, like set him up for success and see yeah. how he reacts to that. And he was like, I feel like you've been dishonest with me because we were like really getting along well. And then all of a sudden you quit answering my calls and I go, well, that's my answer. And yeah. if you want me to hurt your feelings, I will. But there's several red flags about you that I can't deal with. Right. Good. Like, I'm sorry I have to say this, but that's what not answering your phone means, you guys. Yeah, Jen's like, let me show you how ghosting works in the uh, early 2000s. Yeah. Or it means that person's a flake and you don't want them anyway. Yeah. You know? I did feel like I did go on a few dates. This one guy in particular that I was like, Man, I really like this guy so much, and I have no 
No uh, tickling the old tweet tweet. Yeah. I got no, I got nothing. But I was in my head because I was in my 30s. I was like, Kristen, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to like, and then there's love. And I was like, no, no, you got to have fire. You got to have a little heat. Because when I met Colin Sweeney, I was like, meow. And then, <laughs> and then that attraction was also just like the way I would describe him was that he was warm. And I felt like, I just wanted to be around him, not just naked, but also with clothes on. So, like, I was like, yeah. I, you got to have both. And I think Brett and Tiffany were so – I just thought, gee, many Christmas, their love was so hot and steamy. And I love how feminine she is and how masculine he is. And Like, I just wanted and to be the – they were so happy when they I got married. I bought it. I, if you – if that live thing happens and they're not together, I'm broken. Oh, I I'm broken. Yeah, I can't imagine that being the case. Like she he was wants jumping to take up and care down. of her. I know, and they were so cute in the back of that truck, like having champagne, I know. And giving each other shit, like the happiest people ever. Yeah, like, and they, she's like, "Let's go to the honeymoon suite." I'm like, like, "You yes. are inspiration." They really are, and it was nice to see like two people like coming together, not perfect people, but like evolved humans that yeah. are like making it work, and then. There was another couple who oh, oh. they Oh, who are we gonna talk about now? Ew. Okay. Oh God, there's so well, I Jackie and um what? Let's burn through that one pretty yeah, fast because I get pretty mad. I do too. Uh I, and now I'm gonna forget the other guy's name. Okay. So there was a guy in the early stages of the experiment. There was a couple that got together named Marshall and Jackie. Jackie Marshall. That's Marshall. <laughs> I didn't think from the beginning they were gonna make it. Yeah, you wanted them to because it was sort of like the nerd getting like the prom queen kind of yeah. thing. But then she admitted, and this is the only credit that I will give her. She said like one of her last interviews, she, she breaks it off with him. You want yeah. them to be together. She breaks it off with him. And she says, I know I have a lot of self-work to do. Yeah. Like she had kind of had it a rough growing up. Like yeah. she talks about how she her family hadn't always had like consistent housing and stuff like that. Yeah. So she had some like trauma she was dealing with. And by the way, Marshall, very controlling. You're nobody's savior, yeah. buddy. When he called her a project, I, I was, was like, like uh, oh no. Get I, out of there, girl. I recognize that yes. I've got a lot of things to fix about myself, but I don't need you yeah. to fix them. I think they'll like thank each other one day for well, like... Well, she was very honest. The thing I liked about her is she's spicy and she was like, I thought this was really bold. They had slept together and she was like, I need you to be more aggressive. And he's like, he just like handled that. So he He's so young. You could tell that that was like too much for him. And he was like, but I do. I And she's like, no, you don't. I need you to be more aggressive. I yeah. need someone to like, you know, come on to me harder for, for, to get rubbed up. And I'm like, man, she is like young and hot and knows herself and likes herself. And like, yeah. she is telling this guy, this is what I need. And if you can't give this to me, this is a problem. And then that was just the like slow burn to the end. Yeah. And he was just, he's just a baby. Like he's a baby and he's a baby. I yeah, thought. He's going to, he's going to make a great husband one Someday day when he, he grows up, he and, needs like five more years. And he needs to understand relationships like this one and he'll watch it. And he's a smart guy. will like see what he did and God knows people are going to tweet him and all that stuff about yeah. like, you don't talk to you know you're not like a that. savior to anybody and you can't even think that way like it's it's one thing to like, say it but that you think that way is like you know what be good enough to meet your match like he he yeah. has a problem if nothing he's, would like, piss me off more than if somebody uh, was like I just think I can help you and I'd be like 
Motherfucker with what? Yeah. Like, uh, I, I got, I'm, I'm clear on what I need to work on, okay? Not with a real aggressive lovemaking yeah. session. You can't help me, yeah. buddy. Obviously. You're doing it weird, like, Barbie <laughs> hand style. I don't need your <laughs> shit. No, thanks. <laughs> so... Okay, let's talk about our – this is might be my favorite okay. one. Okay. So Micah also, and Paul. We disagree on this one. We disagree on I this one. I don't know how we fall apart, but I think we – We haven't discussed it, yeah. and I'm sorry if uh, Jen and I fight on, on this. It'll get uh, real ugly, I'm sure. We're going to – first of all, let us describe uh, Paul. You describe Paul. Um. A guy from a Patagonia ad. Yep. He um he wears glasses. He's like an environmental scientist, yep. right? Um, Crunchy, studious, but hipster. He's so hipstery. He's got like curly hair. It was interesting to learn more about his family dynamic at like the wedding's day because <laughs> he falls in love with a girl that looks identical, identical to, to his, his mother. Mom. Yeah. 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 We were like, I was like, she's so different from him. I wonder why. Meet the mother. Oh, no. They're identical. Yeah. That his mom is identical twins with this woman. And then he has, his dad really wasn't mentioned early on. Then you meet the dad. He's as cold as ice. Cold as you ice. You can see him like looking at his dad for like advice. And that guy's not giving him Neither, any. Paul isn't like a warm blanket either. He's just seems, he's so cerebral and so, and also he kind of enjoys that about himself. I was like, knock it off. Like, yeah. just answer the question without all your dumb big words. Okay, man. Like, we get it. We, you're smart. No and way. I we liked, all know it. I liked him. Like, I liked him for that too. I, I liked that that's who he was. I just thought he was really hot. He has an excellent back. He's a hot – look, at, again, everybody on the show. Kind of hot. Hot as fire, everybody. I know. They really up their casting, I got to oh say. Oh, my God. It's so uh, that off the table. Right. If you were going to be on the show next season, just You better know, be like Chris Evans. Yeah, and you're not going to get set up with some schlub either. No, They're go for it. Great. Love is blind. Yeah. We're watching. Yeah. Okay, so uh, uh, Micah is the girl that uh, they end up getting together. Yeah. So Micah uh, – is blonde, long blonde, fake ass hair with yeah. big, fake, curly eyelashes oh that God. look like somebody put them on with a Sharpie. And I'm not trying to be critical. I'm saying I think she's so cute I think and so pretty. Like, and I don't know why there has to be so much stuff. Well, looking at her friends, it's like, is oh. it the style to have like grayish foundation, I, no eye I, makeup, and just super dark Lashes? I honestly like want to shake the youngers and go like, don't you know how beautiful you are right now that you don't need all that shit on your face? And that like w the, literally just your youthful, natural oh collagen face, literally without a stitch of makeup on it would is enviable just because you are 22 I'm years pissed. old. pissed. If somebody wears too much makeup, those beautiful girls put on way too, too much, much makeup. It looks like, it looked like mud. Yeah. And I'm like, listen, nobody rocked a, a foundation line better than me. But like at some point, like there's he a lot out there. Body makeup because you didn't see a line on them, and it was it. I just it's just a lot. So it just kind of tells you like there is this sort of maybe the word I would use is like an insecurity, which is fair when you're in your twenties. So, but 
So Micah and Paul get together. They are the ones that I'm kind of watching that I'm like, you seem like you really are dating. You're just two people who make sense, who are kind of the same age. You're both hot. You're dating. But Micah, I felt like, was a little bit slithery. And I feel bad saying that because I, for some God reason, I am afraid she would ever hear that and then feel bad because she's intense. And I wonder if sometimes I've ever been super over-the-top intense. You know what it also is? Sorry to go to Chelsea. Chelsea is operating from being desperate and also being insecure. And those two things make you act like an asshole. And I have acted like that before. I have acted like that before. I've been into a guy that wasn't into me and that like doing the things that like just make you want to like punch your own face, like showing up to where you know he works and like not as Listen, I only went for bartenders. <laughs> mm. So, like, knowing the night that, like, he was at work or- I've been or, there with you. You know, but it just yeah. felt- I was on- it, it, She's just representative of a time in your life when you're trying to make someone be into you that isn't into you. And it's a fucking terrible feeling. Here is what desperation does, and this is why you don't want it. Number one, I heard this from one of my girlfriends, like, growing up. Her mom said this, and I think it's smart. Not everybody agrees with me, but right. I've always backpocketed this. Relationships don't work. Male female relationships don't work unless the man is into the woman more than the woman. I can is totally to the man. I can understand that because there is a little bit of like, come Heather, here's how I know. Any time that I've been busy is the time that Oh, they're up your they're ass. Up your ass. You that, break up with oh, them. And, you break yeah. up with them or you get with someone else. Oh, yeah. I was so into this guy. I was so into this guy. I was an idiot about him. And then I kind of let it go. And then I started dating this really cute, really cool guy who ended up not being into me because I think he ended up being into men. But that's fine. That's happened well, to me that, four we've times. we've all been there. That's happened also. to me four times. Yeah. And, uh, uh, but I was with this guy and all of a sudden, this guy that didn't want anything to do with me was up my ass. And I was like, you are, I'm too old now. I know. Like I was at, tw- I was like 28 at this point. Yeah. I was like, no, no, I know what you're doing. You only like me because this guy likes me. Yeah. And you're only going to like me when I don't like you back. And I can't live my life like that. Well, I, I, <clears throat> in your twenties, it's so fun to live your life like that. Totally. But not at 28. You like, you like the drama a little bit. Of course. The drama's the best part. And then so you're that's like, not to, I don't want to make it sound like my husband's more into me than um, I am. I adore, like we were equal, but there are times I will play it cool, you yeah. know, because I understand that he needs to pursue me and that feels good I for him. I think that's awesome. It feels awesome. like conquering a little bit, like it's I need to do that and more. gathering a little bit. Like, I think if I played hard to get, my husband would be like, great, I need the break. <laughs> well, Chelsea, here's the deal. Yeah. Chelsea, is, she was like this. Here is what the words that I need you to say, say in order are, yep. for me to feel good. And it's like, Okay, I will repeat this back yeah. to you. And it just seemed psychotic. And obviously, he didn't mean it. That's why it was kind of surprising that he said yes in the end because it felt like he'd been like strong armed the whole time. I didn't like Kwame. I didn't like him. Yeah. I didn't like him from the beginning. I didn't like, I didn't like that he was super into Micah at one point. He was clearly still so attracted to Micah. Micah yeah. And, and they were in the pods talking to each other. And so when Kwame, uh, when Ma- Micah broke up with Kwame, right? Because yeah. she wanted to go with Paul. So when they saw, you know, of course, then television, they're like, let's put everybody together so they can see each uh, other for yeah. the first time. And you're like, ooh, I like you. <clears throat> now, Kwame, the part where I really didn't like him is when I saw his fucking apartment, how disgusting it was. 
I he, don't know what that is, he, but I got viscerally pissed. I was like, get your feet off your bed. Listen, like, he knew they would come and film there. Why? Yeah, and not, he had like lotion out on like the tissues full of. God, oh, who knows? I know uh, he did not have post nasal uh, drip. Let's put uh, it that way. Yep, it was But gross. then there were times that I would like back off and I was like, in all fairness, he is a good communicator. And, um, but I did not see that going through. I did not see him I saying I either. do. I thought for sure because his mom wasn't there. I well, so he, when I met his sister, like she's when I met awesome. her, like I was in it. She's his sister awesome. was great, and he talks about how strict his mom was. I don't know what his mom looks like, but Chelsea was like a real taskmaster too. And I think maybe maybe he's strong woman, yeah. But they all my, end up marrying their mamas. My husband said this. He's like, you know that it's true. He goes, you know, he goes maybe that guy is just kind of simple. In that he likes how she adores him. And, that's and she tells he, him what to do. Yeah. There's maybe, no questions involved. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't. I see him being like, like, if anybody can hear me, this is my address. And he, like, he, yeah. he's like blinking. Yeah. I, but Chelsea, I feel bad for because um, there was a moment where she said, she was like, she's like, it's not easy for us single people out there. She's like, I don't want to be single. And so at at dinner, when I'm eating by myself, I yeah. FaceTime with my friends. And I was like, that's a very brave thing to say. I was also this- like, you don't eat dinner, Chelsea. Yeah. She's like yeah, crazy she's thin. She's so crazy thin. Yeah. yeah. Jen's like, what dinner? Yeah. Like a leaf. My beans. Yeah, my beans. But I will say I, I respected her for saying that because – there is this idea, speaking from a single lady, that when when I was in my thirties, <laughs> oh, hey Chris, oh, okay, I was not say, you're not anymore. <laughs> I really like my slip single. of the. I I did feel um, lonely at times, oh, yeah, and I felt like I was almost too good at it. Like I was like. Well, I'll just go see a movie by myself or I'll go, but you know, I like, of course I would call Jen all the time, but I was like, you know, you know, you don't want to be a bother. So you eat your dinner by yourself. You watch TV by yourself. You've got like, no one's really there to make sure you do your dishes or if you don't, or it's just hard to stay. So my thing when I was single, I was like, take a, you know me, I take classes for everything. So I was like in a class for everything all the time. I was also in graduate school. Was I in graduate school? No, I hadn't started started yet. Uh, But I just think that her putting a light on what single life is like when you're over the age of 30 and you are living alone and you don't want to. You thought your life was going to be different. It is freaking hard. Yeah, it is. It's a it's tough ha- time. It's it a tough time to with all the 30s. dating and yeah. all this freaking Raya and Bumble and Hinge and all those apps and well, shit. She like, really knows these dating sites, I would not she? Destroyed. I would have been so good at it, you guys. I would have been like, here's my call sheet for the day. Like... <laughs> I got a brunch, I got a lunch, I got a snack, and I got really dinner. I'm thinking about those dating apps. I'm just saying I would have been awesome at it because I was one of the few people I knew that actually liked dating. But being single is is not always easy for everybody. And I think shining a light on that moment made me feel a lot of sympathy for her, even though she does come on too strong. And also I would say that, like, you know, there is somebody for everybody, and everybody has personality quirks. And, like, we all looked at her like, whoa, coming on too strong. But she deserves love too. Totally. It's just like not everybody's personality yeah. is like A plus. You ask my husband, he's like, you're barely passing. Maybe, you know, she'll chill out and stuff. I hope so. Cause I think she's just trying so hard to make him fit into a box that she doesn't give a shit who he is. Yeah, that's that's concerning. what I felt. Yeah. Well, I do remember when she said that, it did break my heart a little bit. Like 
because I I get why. Yeah. Like, I remember being really busy at work. Like, we had something going on. Everybody was so busy. We was complaining about how, like, they hadn't been home or whatever. And even, like, I worked with a woman who, like, was divorced and she had teens and stuff like that. And I was like, um, I don't have anyone to help me take the trash out. Yeah. Like, literally, when I get home, it is all on me. Yeah. Like, it's all on me. Like, it's, there's, it's, it's, it's hard. It is hard. It feels, it feels like... Um, everybody's at a party that you didn't get invited to, even if they're complaining about it or that it's not good, you're like, eh, it feels like I kind of want to be at that party. And that yeah. really didn't happen for me until I was in my 30s because I was perfectly fine being at the party I was at. But when it hit, it hit hard. And I was like, yeah. I want to be a mom and I want to be married. Yeah. And nothing feels worse than when you want something that isn't happening. And you're like, how do I put myself out there without feeling desperate and without being sad yeah. and with sort of keeping my collective self-esteem? And like part of dating is rejection and you just got to like kind of work past it and like... I have a friend right now and she's a divorced mom and she's like, she, she got ghosted. Like after two dates that were, were seeming to go well, they were having this text me- conversation and then it just went away. I understand that like wh- how the game works, but man, I would just, I think I would have to like send that final text going like, um, thanks and fuck off, you know, just as a way to dismount because like the, I, the yeah. unknowing would I, just really tear I me apart. I always did. I would always send like one final really crazy text that was just like <laughs> sealed the deal. And then it felt like I owned that breakup a little bit. Like, yeah. I have Ooh. to own the move. Yeah. I have to own the move. Cause I, I had that happen and it felt bad. Anyway, back to Micah and Paul. Yeah. Micah's okay. a little slick. She's real, she's real uh, fashion, fashion-y. Let me tell you what else she is. About an inch deep. She, I, the. Oh, you mean, I don't know why I thought you were talking about her vagina. vagina. Oh God, no. I was like, did she discuss that on the show? No, from her and her girlfriends, I get the sense that. deep. Well, what do you expect? I mean, like in all fairness, like I, I guess I would say she, you're right. Yeah, you're right. She there wasn't much. It doesn't to seem her. there's much to her. And she I was sort, very surface. I sort of felt like maybe when they first like saw each other, like. The nerdy guy, Paul, like, again, like, gets this, like, hot girl. Although I do think in the, like, Gen Z years, he's as hot as they come. I think that is the trend. It's, like, nerdcore, dorkcore yeah. kind of. He is, like – I would have slayed. He's was, was – is, like, a super hot guy. She's just traditionally very beautiful. beautiful. She's what so, – she's she lives in Arizona. I mean – Look, it's she looks like a pageant chick. Like totally. there's no, and and, and that's he, fine. In the beginning, he was probably really attracted to her, but I don't know what they would talk about if it's not her. Well, he always did say, like, I do think there's something disarming about her. Micah likes to laugh through everything, and she's she's kind of um silly. And I think uh she did have a good way of communicating that felt like very grounded. And I think that made him feel grounded, which someone like that, he's like definitely got some too much smarts going on yeah. that he thinks too much and feels not enough. Yeah. And so I think she flipped that on the side. Yeah. But um, the friend Shelby being like, I don't like him. Villain number two. Shelby. I don't know, man. I don't know. Your homie, I remember very, very uh, specifically being at a bar and there was this guy that 
my friend set me up with and Jen met me at the bar for a drink. And I was like, he's hot. She's like, I don't like him. And I was like, we just met him. And like he, I thought he was so hot. Yeah. We were having so much fun. And Jen was like, absolutely not. Like just dug her heels and was like, I don't like him for you. I don't like him at all. I, I am going to hope that when I said that I had like concrete reasons and that I can remember, I thought he was very into himself, that yes. he was very like either egotistical or overcompensating. He was definitely selling himself a little bit, he, which he, I was enjoying. He was off-putting from the beginning. <laughs> Shelby, <laughs> I don't know that because maybe it's clever editing, but she never gave a reason other than super hammered going, I just think you should have somebody else. And what I hear, like you should you have should everything you want. I was like, oh, somebody who uh, used to be like a lineman for University yeah. of Texas is now selling insurance and is yeah. still flaming hot. That's what it felt like That's she was what saying. It was. Yeah, that so, he wasn't the right kind of hot. Yes. So I'm like, great. You fucking deserve that yeah. guy then, yeah. if that's all that you want, because I do think Paul had depth to him and yeah. he was a thinker, yeah. like not just cerebral, like he was really in touch with his emotions, which I wanted to say about this generation of young people, talk about them saving the day because yeah. we're watching American Idol too, and they are in touch and in tune with what they are feeling and they say it. And I think it's well, like- Well, that's because really they've good, got Gen X parents. And yeah, you got to listen to them. I like that- we're, there are kids now that are saying like, I feel this way or I feel this way in the moment, you know? And I thought Paul did a good job of like talking about his feelings in a way that felt very um, intelligent, but he also knew when he was feeling in, in unsure of himself. Yeah. He knew that he wasn't into it. And by the way, she knew he wasn't too, because yeah. that's why she said, you go first. Yeah. So on the altar, this was the big scandal mm -hmm. on the altar. They're looking at each other. They say these vows. And Micah, they go, Micah, do you? And she goes, I would like Paul to answer first. And Paul goes to Paul and Paul's like, uh, I love you, but I don't want to do this. Here's what blew my mind. I didn't think he was going to be like, um, I don't, I don't, I didn't feel like you really wanted to do this. Um, <clears throat> so I don't want to do this at all. I thought for sure they would, it was an acknowledgement of where we're at right now is where we need to start from and build from there. But Paul was kind of like, I think this is has run its course. I think she felt, I don't know, she said she, she would have said she yes. Said she would have said yes. I believe that because I think she really did like start to see merit in who he was. And I also think her little friend Shelby was not ever going to see that about a good guy. Like, sh I mean, I... I, I I said while we were watching it, if you run with the pack, you're one of the dogs. And yeah. like those two liked a good looking dude they could party with. And maybe- yeah. Well, Arena and Micah were- doing that thing where they like, it's just, again, it's just your age. Immature. It's, your, it's immature and that's okay. You're in your twenties. Don't make big life decisions in your twenties then. Yeah. You know, like if you're going to be immature and it's, yeah. it's more important for you to still have that, like that, like snotty girl thing that like, not to shit on our gender, but it happens where you're like, you still want to like have three or four girls that you can sort of like point at other girls and say something stupid, then, then go do that. But don't get into a marriage at that time. Yeah, no. You're going to be a fucking mess. I, I hope she will be perfectly fine after like- She will be. I did love her dress. Her dress was incredible. But it was like her bra was hanging out. And I, know, I don't know. Come if that on, was production. Like, help was, her out. It was there was so much that was irritating about all of that. But here's what he said later, like in his like not confessional, but to the camera that it finally made sense. Cause I was like, oh, he said no, 
that he, he said I don't basically, but I didn't really get why it was. But he said in his confessional, he goes, I can't see marrying her today and I can't see marrying her in 10 years. And he goes, I kept waiting to see what kind of a mom she would be if she was nurturing and she never was. That is a, I would, that would tear me apart. I agreed though. That's why, I mean, all she wanted was what was for her. Like she, she used stuff. so many I statements, so many like about me and what I want, how yeah. she makes me feel. It you know, that's a very, that's a very uh, like, astute observation at, at a young male age because I, you know, it was funny. I, when I was dating someone before I met Colin, um, when I was going through that really awesome breakup, uh, I was with this person for, for, I just said this person makes it sound, I was like, I was dating a woman, which I wasn't. You know what? That's uh, nobody's business. Which is nobody's business. I was kind of like, was I? No, uh, (laughs) I, I dated this guy and we were together for three years and I thought, I was like, I know I should be thinking about getting married and I just can't see it. I yeah. couldn't I couldn't see myself in the dress. I couldn't see myself walking down the aisle. I loved his family. I loved his siblings. I loved, we had this life carved out where we were doing family dinners on Sundays. Like I should have been able to see it, right? Like yeah. I could not see it. And I kind of didn't want to see it. Yeah. And then I was having these dreams that I wasn't going to have children. And I, and I, I was with someone. I was in a relationship. So yeah. I was like, you got to go. And like just over the course of those next few months, like I knew the relationship was over. And then I spent like a really solid year, thank God, Jen, uh, rebuilding myself. And it was the hardest, darkest, most painful year to start over at 32, I guess. And I just remember thinking like, I'm not going to date right now. It's the hardest thing to tell yourself because you think you have no time. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm not going to date because all I keep inviting is really bad guys. And and it's because I'm not where I need to be. I'm, I was smart enough to know that about myself. So I just kept dating these. Uh, it, anybody that was like kind of attracted to me at that time, I was like, you're bad news. Even friends at that time. I was like, no, 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 not you. But like there were a couple new ones that came in and I was like, eh, this isn't oh, good either. I, I I need to be careful. So I took a year to like get myself together. And at one year I was teaching high school and I said, um, oh, I really want to do a comedy show with my kids. And I want to do it at a theater because we had a really low income school and the gym looked like it it was terrible. So I want to do it at a local theater. And there was this new comedy theater, the West Side Comedy Theater. So I called their creative director and this Texan answered the the Mm. call and he had a really cute voice. And then we emailed a couple of times but I was still in a lot of pain and I was like, so then I was like, I'm going to wait to do this show for a couple of months, called back and he's like, I'm going to be at the theater. I'll be there at this time. At this point, I had started to have some fun in my life again. And then when I went into the theater, Colin was working and I was like, my heart, like it was super hot and it was like hanging lights. And I was like, what's up? God damn, a work belt me. Yeah. That is, that is literally the hottest piece of clothing. At this point, he wasn't into the super short, short polyester. No, he wasn't wearing his dumb director outfit. But (laughs) God, cut too. But the point is, is like I went in there and I was like, oh my gosh, he's so nice to talk to. He's got beautiful eyes and he's built like a brick shit house, Mm. but he's also got a good, there's something to him that I'm I'm recognizing right now. So then that's how we met. And then one thing led to another and, you know, pregnancy. And, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That, but I, I I remember thinking, 
the second I met him, I could see it. I uh. And not only could I see it, I wanted it. And not only did I want it, I didn't need – I didn't see a wedding. I just couldn't wait to like – sign on the line that we were going to be together forever. Yeah. I wanted the world to know we were together. Aww. It didn't need to be a big-ass wedding. It was fast. But it was more about how I felt, and I could see him as a dad, like, yeah. instantly. It's and that is really what Paul said that, like, hit hard. is like, you're going to be in the trenches with this person, and you better be ready. Because when we're talking trenches, we're talking, like, they're they're down looking at your hoo-ha Yes. And you've got like there there's no dignity in being a mother or, or a woman. These things happen. You got to be with somebody that's going to be on board with oh all of that. Oh my god, it always boils down to and I think about this all the time when I talk to younger people about who they choose as a mate. I go, at some point you're going to be dead ass tired and there's a diaper that needs to be changed. And does that person make you get up and do it? If yeah. you just did the last ones? Yeah. Or do they get up and do it? Yeah. Because they want you to get some sleep. Yeah. And it really, it all comes down to that. It it's, comes down to like how much, and, it, and it's not taking care of in terms of like finance. It's taking care of in, term, in terms of tenderness and your soul. Yeah. And I remember I, oh my God, he's so hot. I, I dated this guy and I remember being like, we're, we're dating, we're sleeping together. He's super hot. I'm super into him. It's so like, uncertain and unsure. And I remember that I needed to have a washer and dryer moved. And like, he, I didn't want to call him to help me. Oh yeah. Cause I knew that he wouldn't. And I was like, if you can't, if you can't, the person you're with is not willing to help you in these times of need. You're like, you're just, you're not with the right person. Like yeah. not if you want the long-term thing, not if you want a partner, cause like they got to be able to help you. Yeah. And, and I am lucky. I have a guy who does help me and also tries to show off and hits young children. I th with basketballs, yes. <laughs> not just randomly. <laughs> he would never ran. He would never just arbitrarily hit a kid, nope. but he would hit a kid with a basketball trying to show off for his wife. So I think what we've learned is not that love is blind, but that like love is the thing that will get its ass out of bed and help you change a diaper in the middle of that's the night. Right, that's right. That's right. You don't have that person. Move on. Move on. Move <laughs> on and move on. Uh, hey, did we cover everybody? I, I, I don't know if we did. Here. The most important one. Yeah, wrap it up. We okay. don't have time for a mom box. Our hot flash is uh, We disagreed. I, I wanted it to be Paul because – Hey, listen, maybe he breaks your heart, but at least he's honest, right? I'll, I'll give Paul the win on this one only because of his thing about saying that he's looking for someone that's nurturing. For someone like him, I feel like that is a strong statement. I, it's a strong statement. The other thing is you got to be honest no matter – you got to rip that Band-Aid off no matter what, and at least he did it before they were married, That's right. right. So welcome – and maybe breaking her heart is the best thing that ever happened to her because it might teach her to be nicer to people. Nicer, kinder, and be open to love. Yeah. Shelby, there's a place for you in there too. Yeah. You can you can find love too. <laughs> okay, you guys, love we is blind. We podcasted. <laughs>